Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, welcome to Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hello and welcome into the Dayway Nebraskan Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I'm Ben Droz, one of the sports writers at the Dayway Nebraskan, also producer here at The Ticket. I'm joined here by Anthony Rubick. The, one of the assistant sports editors at the Daily Nebraskan. And Anthony, I wonder what we're going to talk about tonight. Did anything yeah. happen in Lincoln that has Husker fans excited? Excited hmm. might be pushing it. I don't know. I didn't really watch anything tonight. Me either. <laughs> I, 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 I was just, you know, watching Netflix. Oh, yeah. You know. Chilling on my couch. But, you know, that's not actually what we did. We watched what every single person in Lincoln, Nebraska was watching. That was the Husker basketball game. Nebraska gets it done against Wisconsin in double overtime. What a game. Exactly. I mean, that, like that's just the first thing I want to say is what a game. Nebraska beats the number six team in the nation, 80-72, to 72, even on a night with Tominaga had only two points. Mast, Wilcher, Bryce Williams, they all got it done for Nebraska. Yeah, it was just obviously a tale of two halves. Yeah. First half couldn't have gone any worse for Nebraska. I mean, no. they were li- giving up open shots, lazy passes, turning the ball over. They just couldn't find a rhythm with shooting-wise. Wisconsin was up 19 at one point, went into the half up 16, and then it just completely switched all the way into Nebraska's favor. Obviously, guys like Tominaga having an off night, Yep. That's where guys like C.J. Wilcher really stepped up. I mean, he wasn't just the spark. He was an explosion for Nebraska yeah. in the second half. Just yeah. completely helped wheel them back into it. That whole lineup with him, Mast, Williams, Hoiberg, and Gary, and then Alec there sprinkling on defense was just unstoppable for the Badgers. And yeah, it was a tough game. We got to see some free basketball with it as well. Yeah. And you just can't you can't be more excited for a Husker fan. Okay, before we get any more any farther into this, if you guys if anybody has any comments, Sutter Heyman text line is open. We will receive your text and we will read them. 402-464-5685. Again, that's 402-464-5685. Or you can comment on any of the YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, any of those. We already got a YouTube comment. Should the Huskers be ranked? As much as I'd want to say yes, I think with just how they've been on the road in the losses they have ranked up there, maybe I think they are probably going to be receiving votes for the first time They're since gonna be receiving non-conference votes. play. Yes. I think, honestly, they don't have another game since then. Obviously, going back to the Purdue game, they had a little trap game against Iowa on the mm-hmm. Friday before rankings. So they're going into the poll hot. I could see them maybe sneaking in. Yeah. I mean, okay, I'm forgetting. When does the AP rankings even come out? I'm having a brain fart. Is it Monday, I think. So, remember, we have Illinois in there. Yep. Nebraska has Illinois. Oh, shoot. That's right. So, (laughs) if Nebraska also beats Illinois, yes. Oh, yeah. That's a no-brainer then. But I'm going to say, even if they lose to Illinois, they're going to get votes in the poll. I just don't think it's going to be enough for them to crack it yet. I, I really yeah. I if Nebraska loses to Illinois but then beats Northwestern and then and then I don't I I need to look at the schedule. 
if they beat, they probably had another game later that week after mm-hmm. Northwestern, then probably. I feel like they'd get into the rankings. Yeah. But their next game after that would be a home game against Michigan. Yeah. Should be. Yeah. So yeah. I would say if there was no Illinois game before the rankings, I would say <laughs> possibly, but the Illinois game. You're probably yeah. going to also have to win that if you want to get in the top 25. I'm just going to – that's this would be my guess, but you never know. There's not that many, like, absolutely, like, great teams. Like, oh, yeah. every team is losing to everybody. Like, there's no team that's just, like – you know what I mean? Just yeah. above everybody. Nebraska can – I mean, even if Nebraska beats Illinois, they could be top 20, top 15 ranked. Maybe yeah. that's even too low if they beat Illinois on Sunday. Then if they just keep on winning – Pick up a road win against Northwestern. Okay. Then we're really talking. But we do need to pump the brakes because Nebraska still <laughs> doesn't have a road conference win yet. And wouldn't it be so Nebraska, though, if the first one they got was against a ranked Illinois team? Wouldn't that be like such, such Nebraska? That just, With the way they played in this second half? I, yeah. can, I but, mean, they're going in hot, just yeah. like the other games. But if I were to guess, after the Purdue game, Nebraska... Didn't play too hot. After the Northwestern game when they won, didn't play too hot. When they beat Michigan State, which that was a big win, didn't play too hot after that. They've kind of, after the, you know, the highs, they've kind of went to rock bottom right after that. So I'm going to guess they don't get it done against Illinois. But, you know, we're Husker let's, fans are on a high yeah, against Wisconsin right now. I don't even want to talk, talk about, about the now. Illinois game yet. <laughs> we're going to touch on that later in the show. I first want to say, if Nebraska played like they did in the first half and the second half, and they lose probably by like, 25, okay? Nebraska would have then been on a two-game losing streak, lost to Maryland, lost to Wisconsin. You would have, Nebraska would have then had Illinois on the road, then Northwestern on the road. Nebraska doesn't have a road win yet in conference play. Very easily could have lost both of those. So Nebraska then would have been on a four-game losing streak. It could have been really bad. And if that happened, Okay, Nebraska doesn't beat Wisconsin. Would have lost Illinois and Northwestern. Four-game losing streak. Nebraska would have needed to pretty much win the rest and then probably have a run in the Big Ten tournament to make the tournament, in my opinion. In the, yeah. Like, they would have. Because the Purdue game, outside the Purdue game, what was Nebraska's best win so far this season? Besides, you know, if they wouldn't have beat Wisconsin here. Northwestern? Yeah. And then after that, Michigan State? Early in the season? Maybe um, I'm blanking on the team. Indiana. Maybe that's a quad Indiana, two win. Yeah. Then again, that doesn't really move the like, game. Like, like this was such a needed win for Nebraska to not be in a position where they would have to be super hot going to March, make a run in the Big Ten tournament. Like this win, I think, solidifies Nebraska as an NCAA tournament team. As long as Nebraska doesn't just, I want to say a phrase I'm not going to say on the radio though. As long as they don't just completely Nebraska it up and just <laughs> play like crap the rest of the way, they're pretty locked in. Yeah, I mean, this game, especially just the second half, the adversity they face the entire way, this just shows how special this team really is. Yeah. Like, just going back, I still remember it was a non-conference game against North Dakota where Nebraska was down by double digits in the second half, came back and won. C.J. Wilcher said post game that in teams he'd been on in the past, Nebraska loses this game. But they just yeah. have this fight. They have this determination. They are built for these kind of moments. And tonight just showed it in a massive way. Mm-hmm. Probably just a statement win for Fred Hoiberg, for this Nebraska team. You just, you cannot be excited. Or you can't 
You can't not be excited for the Huskers after their performance tonight. We have Danny on the YouTube stream. What seed line do you see Nebraska on after tonight's game? See, hmm. I appreciate the question, Danny. I really do. But I also don't like that question because <laughs> we are not even in, we're not even it's close fair. to March. We just started February. <laughs> if the season were to end right now, Nebraska would probably be an eight or a nine. Yeah. I would guess. But then again, they still have nine. Is there nine more games left to see? Nine, yep, eight, nine. nine, I think. There's still a lot left it, to be decided. And that's not even counting the Big Ten tournament. Mm-hmm. So, like, I get, like, if it were to end today, they'd probably be eight or a nine seed. So, I would say that. But it's just, it's just tough because, so, you know what? I'm just going to go with it. I'm going to predict. So, Nebraska, I'm just going to say if they lose to Illinois tomorrow, I mean, on Sunday, excuse me, beat Northwestern on the road, okay, and then plays de- halfway decent rest of the season, wins one or two games in the Big Ten tournament, they probably are eight or nine. I would say eight or nine. They'd probably, they probably wouldn't move. They'd probably just be same eight or nine seed. Yeah, it's so hard with just seeding. This early, I know first day of February, but I really just focus on that stuff in March because yeah, I mean, think about when Nebraska beat Purdue, that put them in around that eight and nine range. Yeah, and then then they went on a couple spell. They fell a little back down to the bubble, beat Northwestern, beat Ohio State, moved back up to that eight and nine, then lost to Maryland. Joe Lenardi has them in the last four in Mm -hmm. in his latest ones. They'll update tomorrow morning. So. We'll see where he up. has Nebraska at, probably in that eight or nine spot. But yeah. yeah, I mean, we also got another another YouTube stream message from Ben. Is this a top three win of the past decade for Nebraska basketball? I would say so. I this, think this so, yeah. win, I don't want to say it saved Nebraska's season because if they lost this game, Nebraska would have still easily had a chance to make the tournament, even if they lost to Illinois and Northwestern. Mm-hmm. All they, I mean, you just need to play very strong rest of March. You would have had to play really strong rest of March, have a decent run in the Big Ten tournament. You probably would have gotten as a bubble team. What this win, why this win, though, is probably a top three win of the last decade is now Nebraska has a chance to, you know, not just barely sneak its way into the NCAA tournament. Nebraska has a chance to be the higher seed in their in their matchup. They have a yeah. chance to get to eight, seven, six, even if, I mean, if they beat Illinois, six. Mm-hmm. Seed, I mean, like this win just it mostly just solidifies that Nebraska didn't make the tournament. Like I have yeah. no doubts in my mind now. This is a tournament team. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is definitely a top three win because in just going back, yeah, I'm sure in years past they've beaten a top ten team before or a ranked team. But in the end of the day, th- that was just like a little nice highlight for a season that really went nowhere. This is a team that is a NCAA tournament caliber team. They're in the field. They've been in consideration. And a, a win like this really kind of helps get them over the edge. And it kind of just makes me remember, makes me reminisce of the 2014 no-sit Sunday game between Wisconsin and Nebraska, another top 10 team. A win Nebraska had that ultimately mm-hmm. propelled them into that tournament field in for their last tournament berth since then. And yeah, I mean, I think that game... 2014, so yeah, decade ago, 10 years. Mm-hmm. That, and then I'd honestly say Purdue this year and Wisconsin this year are up there. They've really yeah. helped gave Nebraska the signature wins that they really needed. Yeah, I mean, and I don't want anyone to ask me which win was bigger, Purdue or Wisconsin, because they're both equally as big. <laughs> yeah. 
But, you know what, let's get more specifically into the game. If you would have told me that Tominaga had two points, Nebraska only shot 33% from the three-point line, I would have said Nebraska would have lost by 20, 15, yeah. 20. I mean, and, unless I would have said Mass would have had to have a crazy night. But he had a good game, but it wasn't yeah. like Ohio State crazy. It was just the it, all-around effort yeah. of the team. Yeah, I mean, it, obviously, it was just, it was a rough night for Kese. One of seven from the field. Mm-hmm. And they were some good looks, too. Like, it wasn't like he was forcing shots up, heavily contested shots. He was getting genuine open looks. They were hitting, he wasn't hitting everywhere in the on the rim, just not falling through. And, yeah, that's how the, it looked like the game was going to be. Just one of these games, kind of similar to the Creighton game at home, where, you know, Nebraska is at home. They're great at home. But they couldn't hit a shot. They couldn't hit a shot from deep. And then the second half, C.J. Wilcher kind of gives that spark. And then rank mass. C.J. Wilcher, I want to say this. I'll let you keep going. <laughs> C.J. Wilcher has been the most consistent exactly. player, at least over the last month for Nebraska. Like, yeah. I don't think there's any debate. Like, he literally has been the most consistent player on this team. Maybe hasn't had, like, you know, the rank mass performance. Mm-hmm. You know, he hasn't had that type of performance. But, like, no player has consistently just gotten into the double digits shot well from three-point line every single game. Yeah. It's just every game. Yeah, like going back to the Maryland game, he was the only Husker that really... He was the only one in double digits. Yeah, only one with double digits, shot five of seven from the field. Everyone else was struggling. He was was good. And then same thing this game, seven of ten, five of seven from three. He really just helped push that big run. And then it was guys like Mass that kind of just dominated the second half down the stretch. Two of eight from three. He hit a big three-pointer to tie the game up with a minute to go. Again, two of eight, eight of three. Not not six three-pointers but like Ohio State, but I was really impressed with how Rank Mass did in the post, how he did in the paint. I was very critical of Nebraska's last game against Maryland. They only made seven field goals that were inside the arc. And in a game like this where you're struggling from deep, you needed to go inside, and Rank Mass just definitely had his way. He was able to... Uh, you know, pick his way in some favorable matchups down the stretch. And he was just able to capitalize at a very, very high level in the second half. Okay. So I'm once again going to go away from the game a little bit. So I like, so I know what this win means for like, it means Nebraska is going to make the tournament. But I still, even with a win over Purdue, win over Wisconsin, I don't know how to feel about this team when March does come and they're in the NCAA tournament. I don't know how I'm going to feel about this team. Yeah, it's it's obviously the road games. It's I mean, so difficult to judge a team that could beat anyone at home but lose to anyone on the road. Yeah, I mean, this is a team that could easily just put up a stinker first round and lose to just the worst team in, in the tournament. Or, they, I mean, just be anybody. Like, I, I don't know how to judge this team when they go into March because they, this— Nebraska is one of the most inconsistent teams. I mean, actually, they're actually the most consistent team at always winning at home and always <laughs> losing on the road. So I guess they are consistent at being inconsistent. But, I mean, I just don't know what this win means for this team, like, overall, how far they can go into March Madness in March. Like, I, I don't I don't know what this means. Yeah, I, I, It means they can beat this team, but will they? I, going off of tonight, I'm... I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm confident in this team into being a team that could go on a run in the tournament, but I, I feel kind of more, more secure about that 
I feel more like those odds are more likely to happen than them just putting up a stinker in round one. I can see them at least being competitive in a game. And there's still, again, we're in February now, still a month left of the season. After you get through those two rough games at Illinois and at Northwestern, very favorable schedule going forward. Yeah. Like, they'll have chances to kind of hopefully correct those road mishaps. Even, I mean, if they beat Michigan on the road, whoop-de-doo. I, I, I don't, I, that that doesn't move the needle at all for me with this road thing. It, it's, it's the fact that not even, like, saying this would be played on the road. If this was a neutral court, I don't think Nebraska wins this. Like, Nebraska yeah. needed everything out of that home crowd. They needed every true. single person in that crowd to be cheering for them, for them to win tonight. Like, yeah. I just, this is not a game they win if it's an NCAA tournament game. Even if it's close to Nebraska and there's a bunch of Nebraska fans in attendance, I think it has to be PBA or they don't win this game. And I just, I know Husker fans just want to make the tournament. So they probably don't care how, like, that I care about how far they can go on the tournament. But I just, I don't know. I am not confident in this team. Even after this win against Wisconsin, even after beating Purdue, I'm still not confident this team can make a run in March. I'm just not. That's fair. fair. That's valid. I I think, again, obviously PBA was on another level tonight. I've talked about how the Purdue game was the loudest PBA has ever been, at least I've ever heard it be. Yeah. Tonight was even louder than that. Obviously, the students crazy. were at this game. That's they why. They weren't at the Purdue game. It was just a wild, wild scene. Mm-hmm. Every time Chucky Hepburn touched the ball, just barraged in booze. They it worked out in the first half. It for Chucky. Second half was not really his best. And yeah, I mean, it wasn't really Wisconsin's best in the second half either. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just I don't know. I just don't know how to feel that about this team's chances of being able to make a run. Because it's just like you don't know how to judge this team. I, I just, I don't. Like, because every single time they've gotten a big win like this, they've just fallen flat right after. They, we'll just their, have to their, see their if first they good win, that. Their first good win of the season was Michigan State, I would say. Put up a stinker after that. Then they beat Purdue. Go on a skate after that. They beat, who was before this team that, they beat Northwestern. Northwestern. Then lost to Rutgers and Maryland. Or was Rutgers before that? No, Rutgers was after that. And now they beat Wisconsin, and you have Illinois and Northwestern on the road. Easily two at games le- that they can lose. At least those the games, again, Illinois, obviously I'm not trying to say yeah, the I mean, Rutgers loss was not bad. It was bad, but if they if they show some fight in these games, I'm not too worried. If Even if, if they lose a game by single digits, one of these next two or both of them, I'm not that worried. Yeah, I mean, Nebraska needs to win one of these two for me to actually feel confident about this team's chances in March. They just, they just do because we've just seen this how this team is outside of PBA, and I know it might not be what Husker fans want to hear, but I'm just, I'm just not confident in this team's chances of making a run because they just haven't shown that they can do it outside of the home court. They just haven't shown it. It's fair, I think. Again, big win tonight. I think we focus more on that. Obviously, the yeah. games going forward are going to tell themselves, going to say a lot about this team. 
but tonight really showed me a lot about just the fight this team has, just the, the ability to come back down from adversity, the ability to do so without your star player having a good game with him on the bench for a majority of the second half. And yeah, I mean, I think, again, Wisconsin, number six in the country, had won nine out of their last ten, I believe. Yeah, I mean, the, I was saying if Wisconsin beat Nebraska, like before this game, yesterday when I was on the show, I said if Wisconsin beats Nebraska, I feel like they really should be challenging Purdue to be above Purdue in the Big Ten mm-hmm. rankings and like overall in the AP rankings. Like, I really feel like Wisconsin should have been above because apparently Nebraska, I mean, Nebraska, this is who they are at home. Nebraska is almost unbeatable at home, it seems like. Even yeah. like, even on a night where their best player has like two points and they were down 19 at one point, they still somehow find a way to come back and win. But yeah, I mean, again, Husky fans probably aren't worried about how far they can go in March. They just want to be playing in March. So yeah, that's sure. why this win was so big. Nebraska is very likely going to be playing in March. The only way they won't is if they just completely fall apart to the end of the season. But with that, we got to throw it to break. When we come back, we're going to get Cameron King on the Owl VIP line. He was at the game, covered the game for the Daily Nebraskan. We're going to get him on. I want to, we're going to ask him about the atmosphere, what it was like being at that game. All of that and more is coming right here on the Daily Nebraskan show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.